going on, everybody? Welcome to Comics Collective. My name is Nick. My name's Quinn. And I have some bad news. Sonny. Oh, did he get cloned? He is not with us. God. I swear, now that now that there's Again. two <laughs> now that there's two Sonnies, we still can't get one on the episode. What's up? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Um, yep, so, so Sunny is not going to be here on this episode, but we are going to make up for it in uh, disgusting jokes that no one will ever think of. <laughs> but before we go ahead and talk about really, really bad, disturbing mom jokes, uh, go ahead and pull out your phone, pull out your tablets, and pull out all of the smart devices that you have, which may include your security system. If you can get Instagram on your security system... Get at me. Uh, go ahead and follow us at Comics Collective on Instagram and Facebook, ComicsCollecti3 on Twitter and TikTok. And follow us for the news, follow us for the updates, and more importantly, follow us for the comics. Hey, guess what we're not talking about on this episode? Britney Spears. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm going down it's this not road happening, again. Folks. I don't, I don't <laughs> want to talk about it. I, I don't want to talk about it because I spend the better part of a half hour, 20 minutes to a half hour of listening to you and Sonny argue back and forth. And then you know what I thought was hilarious is that then I went to Facebook the next day and your wife is talking about it. I love it. <laughs> oh, my God. I didn't even see that. Oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so Britney Spears is a new superhero movie coming out. I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> but we are talking about superhero movies today. Yep, uh, we're going to go ahead and we're going to be talking about the um, Shazam, the new Shazam family uh, suits being revealed. We're going to be talking about the Suicide Squad, tra su oof. Suicide Squad trailer, um, the new trailer that Suicide came out. Squad. Not the Academy Award winning one. That's the better one. Um, and then Fight we're me. also going to be talking about uh, the images for the uh, Supergirl and uh, the incognito images of Michael Keaton for the Flash movie. Holy hell. All right. What are we starting with first? Yeah, let's uh, let's let's just go ahead and start with Flash. I feel like that's going to go. That's going to zoom by. All right. All right. So the Flash that's starring. God, I'm going to get her name wrong. Sasha Cal Callie Ezra Miller and Michael Keaton. Are, uh, have been spotted filming scenes for the much-anticipated film that's coming out in November 2022. But now we see what her Supergirl is going to look like. And I got to tell you, I really like it, other than the weird ribs that are inside the costume. Uh, anybody that goes online, you'll see what that. I'm talking about. <laughs> I'm pretty sure they're supposed to be abs, but it's just, it's, it doesn't look like abs. Uh, no, because they're strange. like in the middle of her body, like underneath her breasts, and it just looks kind of weird. They're just kind of jutting out. I really hope that that's part of the suit and not your actual um body. Sorry. Yeah. No. That, <laughs> um, nope. If if that is your actual body, then you know, power to the people who you know have their ribs sticking out. Power to those people. Yes. Um, we are four ribs out people. Just here at Comics Collective. Um, but but your aside from belly that, buttons, not happening. <laughs> <laughs> but aside from that, um, 
question did you think that when michael keaton was initially rumored to be in the movie did you think it was actually going to happen uh no no not at all uh because one i think that uh michael keaton i I never know where his career path is going to end up actually you know i was really surprised when he was playing vulture honestly yeah um because uh, I, I know one of his like deepest regrets was probably uh, was probably not uh, being able to play Batman again. Uh, not, not I don't think that was actually his choice, but um, or maybe it was. I can't remember. I think he left when Tim Burton left, right? Yeah, yeah. So uh, it's cool that he he must like playing in the superhero like sandbox. Mm-hmm. Um, because we've seen him in this, and we've seen him in a... It's not a superhero film, but it is a superhero film, kind of, with Birdman. Um, which I felt was uh, a drama that was kind of poking fun, I guess, at Batman, too. Yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, I, I'm excited to see him back. I am curious as to whether he's going to be in a bat suit. I feel like I saw a bat suit online somewhere at some point. I just haven't seen him in it. Yeah, I, I mean, yeah, you, the, right now, the only photos we've seen is him hunched down in the back in the crowd, you know, just yeah. back there hiding behind people. But yeah, no, I I think if they did not have him in a bat suit, if at least briefly, it would be a disservice and a disjustice. Disjustice? Is that a word? Disjustice. It would be a dis- disservice to uh, <laughs> Batman fans and yes. Michael Keaton fans, I feel like, so... They they got to um, do. And, and I totally it. I totally lied as I'm scrolling through the article that we are discussing on today. Yep. Uh, there is an image of uh, of Batman's like new bat logo. I guess I guess it's supposed to be on the chest with a little bit of blood on it. I forgot about that picture existing. Oh yeah, I yeah, that yeah, now. yeah, yeah. Uh, but no, we haven't actually seen like an official suit with him in it. Yeah. Um. um. Still surprises movies happening. It's had a lot of delays and controversy around uh, Ezra Miller. And uh, I, I mean, I guess it's coming now. I guess it's coming now. We're seeing pictures. People are in suits. Uh, I but what we're here to talk about today is I really like the Superwoman suit. Supergirl, Superwoman. Supergirl. I, I'm not sure what she's going by. I think it's Supergirl. Um, yeah, it looks really good. Uh, I think they are going to do what they did with, um, people online were, were upset because in the images that we saw, uh, she has no cape. I think they're going to do exactly what they did with, um, Man of Steel. I think they're going to digitally CGI. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it just makes sense to be honest in in this day and age. It does. I mean, you get to, I guess, control all of the movements and not just hope that the wind is good enough. Um, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, I, I, I'm, uh, I'm happy. I'm happy about the suit. What about you? I'm excited about it. I mean, I'm, I'm more or less excited about the movie in general. Again, like, I mean, you said, I, I still am still very confused on the fact that it's actually happening. Uh, I definitely thought that for a while, which by the way, did we ever get a conclusion or hear anything else about that thing that happened with Ezra Miller? Uh, no, uh, I think it just quietly went under the rug, like a lot of stuff. Yeah, you know? that's sounds about uh, right. Warner Brothers has had their hands full, though, between like that and Johnny Depp and Amber Heard, who's also in another superhero movie. 
Uh, and she's still also an Aquaman. So, uh, yeah. Really? Yep, she's, I thought they yep. cut her out. They cut her out of, I think, reshooting for the Just League Snyder cut. Ah, okay. uh, But I think that was Zack Snyder's choice, because, uh, again, Zack Snyder had to pay for the reshoots with his own money, not the studio's money. So yeah. I, I guess he got say on what happened there. Uh, but no, no, I, I saw that uh, something came out recently about Aquaman 2, and I forgot what it's called. The Forgotten Kingdom, the Lost Kingdom, something like that. But she's mm. in the cast list. Wow. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, uh, yeah, I, I, I don't know what else you can. Uh, I don't know what else you can do with Hollywood. I mean, didn't we have Marky Mark literally run over a guy or kill a guy or something? And he's still making movies. So, you know, anything's possible. <laughs> That's true. That's true. If you got money, you can do whatever the fuck you want. Yes. Whatever you want. Um, yeah. But. Talking on the topics of what doing whatever the fuck you want. I don't know how I feel about these Shazam costumes. Uh, okay. All right. Um, here, let me shuffle back over to the actual costume. Um, so you don't know how you know how you feel about it. What is it that you don't like? I mean, I think that they're accurate to an extent. Yeah. I think that they're doing a little bit too much i feel like i'm trying to pull the picture from the yeah uh, the comparison picture where it has the the original ones um but i feel like they're doing too much i liked the original ones i feel like they're too you know how in the movies they usually add like extra armor or yeah you know detail and all that stuff i feel like it's just too too much you think it's too detailed Yes, I get what you're saying. Yes. Uh, one of the complaints that a lot of people had with the last Shazam movie, which uh, I think is is accurate, uh, is that uh, all the CGI in general was kind of crap, to be honest with you. Yeah. Um, but uh, but yes, I, I think that I, I like that um, these costumes are a little more detailed personally. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I don't know. We'll, we'll see it on the screen. Go ahead. Yeah. Mommy, is your mom calling you? No. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um. Yeah. No. I don't. I don't know, man. Um. But I. I aside from the suits, I, I'm. I'm pretty excited. You know, I have a lot of yeah. confidence in uh, Zachary Levi because he definitely. I feel like he pulls off Shazam to a T. Yeah. You know what's really funny is I forget what character he plays because I'm having a brain fart. But the guy in gray right next to him in the photo, uh-huh. uh, he uh, he's also another Zach. So we just got two Zachs there. It's fine. <laughs> oh, wow. uh, but I, yeah, I really like him from uh, he is from 13 Reasons Why. And that's where I know him from. OK, OK. Yeah. Interesting. All right. Yeah. He, he was also I don't remember this. Sonny told me that he was also in the new Power Rangers reboot reboot as well. Huh. Um, so, uh, yeah, yeah, the, that movie wasn't too bad, but, uh, it didn't make money. So we're, we're done with those, I guess. But, yeah. uh, Shazam 2 is happening and I'm really excited about that. Uh, I didn't think that a sequel is actually going to happen when a year went by and they hadn't started filming. Uh, cause originally I was like, well, those kids are going to get older and no one's going to recognize them. And it's one of those things where when you have kids at the helm, you gotta quickly use them, uh, yeah, before they start know- hitting puberty. I still have not seen New Mutants. I have to see New Mutants. 
You don't. You don't. Oh. That's coming. That's coming from a New Mutants fan. You don't. Okay. You don't. <laughs> right. I was so excited. Story time. I was so excited for this movie that mm. that my girlfriend at the time in the middle of the pandemic was like, hey, you want to drive to another state so I can take you to go see this movie in theaters? Because that was the mm. only way to watch it. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, heck, yeah. So we drove to another to another uh, another state just to do a, uh, a drive in theater. Mm. And I was like hyping her the whole way. I was telling her about New Mutants and why I really like this team. And we got there and we watched it and we were both kind of looking at each other like, is this going to pick up? Is this going to pick up at some point? And then it just never did until the very last 20 minutes. That was the most exciting part of the whole film. You want to skip all the way there just to watch that final battle, then you're not missing a thing. You're not missing a thing. It's a bunch of teenagers pissing their pants about how they're angsty and teenagers and they're all trapped in this hospital together. Yeah. It's a lot of moping around and things happening in the background. Your creepy fears or whatever coming to life. But it wasn't enough to really get you engaged. You didn't care. You were just like, well, I know where this is going. I know what character's doing this, obviously. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no. No, just just skip it. Just skip it. I'll yeah. tell you what. I'll let you watch it uh-huh. if you watch Dark Phoenix first. Oh. If you can slog through that, then you deserve New Mutants. The last X-Men movie that I saw was Apocalypse with me, I think. Yep. That was <laughs> yep. the last one that I saw. And I wish that was the last one I saw. Oh, my God. Yeah. Well, I guess, would you consider Logan an X-Men movie? No. Okay. Yeah. No. Then, yeah. The Apocalypse. Honestly, the Wolverine movies even don't feel like a trilogy. I know people go like, the Wolverine trilogy. They don't feel like a trilogy. Uh-uh. The first movie felt like it was an abomination. So then the second movie, The Wolverine Mm-hmm. tried to make up for it i loved that movie sonny really loves that movie mm-hmm. but that and logan also don't feel like they're connected at all Mm-mm. so oh, they all God. feel like individual wolverine films featuring the same guy who's playing wolverine and two out of the three are good in my opinion <laughs> we just which is a good record <laughs> for a minute how amazing logan is that movie was oh fantastic. i love logan fantastic. i was really worried about that movie I was yes. really worried about that movie before it came out because I, I really like Old Man Logan, the, the like the story. And mm-hmm. I knew that it could it kept saying, it was, you know, we're going to do Old Man Logan. And I was like, uh, you can't do Old Man Logan. It features a lot of Spider-Man characters. Yep. Uh, the Avengers are in it with like Hawkeye. Mm-hmm. Like I was like, you can't do this story. No, they found a way. They found a way. Yeah. The, and they, the they only, pulled it off. Yeah. The only thing that I can say that I don't like about those last two Wolverine movies is that they made sure that they were connected to older X-Men movies that were bad. Like, yeah. the Wolverine was so good, except mm-hmm. for the fact that he was still moping around that Jean Grey was dead from X-Men 3. And I was just like, we don't need to talk about that movie. It's fine. <laughs> She's dead. Get over it. It's okay. <laughs> Stop. Enough. Just think of the animated series, you know, Jean! <laughs> all the time all the time anytime you talk about the animated series the only thing i can think about is when sunny uh does that impression of morph is it <laughs> yeah yeah this one's for morph yeah <laughs> yeah 
all I can think about. Because it was so funny that every every X Men fan gets bent out of shape with the animated series because Morph dies, yeah. but he dies in like episode two. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's either if it's not the first episode, it's the second. You don't get a lot of time with Morph. He's just like a goofball in the mansion. They just dies, and everyone's like. <laughs> Oh man. All right. Let's uh let's go ahead and hop into another part of the DC family here and that is the new Suicide Squad trailer. Uh the Suicide Squad um is a complete redone of the Academy Award winning Suicide Squad. Now, I know, I know nobody else can see it, but I'm shaking my head at you. <laughs> It won. It won. It doesn't matter what it won for. It won. Okay. People had to have liked the movie for it to even old, be considered. Old people that give away awards. Not not real people. Rich people. Whoa, 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 whoa. You're right. Um, <laughs> hey, but if old people liked it, it's got to be good. Shut up. Alright, so the good Suicide Squad, the Suicide Squad, yep. dropped... In a fantastic bid for marketing, it started mm. with Margot Robbie, who, quote-unquote, uh, leaked the trailer mm. early and to, for no one to share it. Yeah. And then, as the hours went by, each castmate was just like, hey, I have this secret footage that we're not supposed to share. Don't tell James Gunn. And I really love it, because, like, this stuff now pops up as, like, YouTube ads and, like... It's like an anti-marketing marketing strategy, and I really like it. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, no, the, the trailer finally gives us some context, and I really like it. So now we know what the overall, the overall plot is. It seems like it's starting with the same setup as the last movie, but instead of Deadshot, it's going to be Black Spider. And he has been recruited by Amanda Waller. Seems like more, more this time he's asked by Amanda Waller instead of just taken in and forced to. Mm -hmm. uh, to create a team of uh, uh, undesirables uh, to go out and take out Starro, which I guess is the main villain. It, which it, also, by the way, did you see that coming? That Starro was the main villain? Yeah. Before, no. before, yeah, before anything that we saw, I no. did not think that was going to happen. No. I'm very, no. Uh, very, very, very shocked and excited and nervous and I, I got the sweats. I've been having diarrhea. Uh, I don't know, man. Oh my god! See, Starro <laughs> is, is Starro is almost perfect though, because I see I've always been a Starro fan, but I acknowledge how yeah. stupid he is. Yeah, and I think for that for this kind of thing that they're doing in the DC universe, where it's kind of just like Guardians of the Galaxy, where it's going to be like just balls to the wall, like uh -huh. idiots with guns. Um, yeah. <laughs> I think Starro is a perfect choice. Um, I'm really surprised I didn't see one of like the little starro fight starfish on anyone's face because I know uh -huh. there's going to be a joke there somewhere about you know sushi. Um, but uh, but man, yeah, this trailer looks so good. I'm still pulling for my. I think my favorite character so far throughout all the trailers is I'm still rooting for Polka Dot Man. Please don't kill Polka Dot Man. <laughs> my God. Um, I really like Polka Dot Man. Um. How did you feel about that little gag in the uh, in the airplane hangar where they're all talking about Weasel? Oh my Trying god! 
trying to figure out what, what do they call him like a werewolf or something yeah, yeah, yeah. the dog <laughs> dog so there's yeah, a, the, yeah the, there's this yeah. dog next to me get this thing away from me oh my yeah. god and i think he's being played by uh, uh james gunn's brother uh the yep. guy that played the, the guy that played craglin in uh guardians of the galaxy okay. the one that was like the the henchman to uh yondu that ends up getting like the 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 headdress type thing that Yondu has at the end. Gotcha. Okay. You know what I'm, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. He's mm-hmm. like a real he's like a real hillbilly type, but um, <laughs> well, at least in Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. But uh, I I'm excited to see that. Um, I'm also kind of interested. Mind you, I'm not a Doctor Who fan, but I'm kind of interested to see how they're gonna do the thinker in this one. Because he looks totally ridiculous. He's got the enlarged brain. He's got like tubes sticking out of his head. Yeah, um, I have a feeling he's going to die early. <laughs> yeah, I do, too. I mean, honestly, I think we can all agree that the only version of the thinker we ever want to see again is the Flash series one from uh, the CW. Yeah, no, no, he was really good. He's really good. I'm I'm sure there's like the third show at this point that we've talked about him, but that's how much of an impression he made. Oh, yeah, um, absolutely. But uh, it was so funny. I was just talking to my father today and he he was he's upset that the all the the shows combined mm-hmm. and he even agrees he thinks that the thinker in his opinion it was like one of the better better villains and he he did not feel the last season of flash at all no he, he didn't like any of the blood work stuff or any of that to the point where he was just like you know what this new season's coming out i don't know if i'm gonna watch it i'm like well, yeah all right. <laughs> i'm just at this point i'm just along for the ride until the end yeah i'm probably gonna be catching up with it at some point um Probably in the 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 dead end of summer, probably. I mean, for me, it's kind of like that's how Arrow was. You know, Arrow was pretty good until probably the fifth or sixth season where it started to drop off. Mm-hmm. And then after that, I just stopped watching it. And then they were like, oh, it's ending. And I was like, oh, I got to catch up. Yeah, I feel like Arrow had more of a. Uh, more of a sandbox to play in where I feel like the people writing flash for some reason is like stuck in this like super speed box or oh, they're God. like, you know, how do you challenge a guy who can run super fast? And I get it. Um, I have a, I have a buddy of uh sunny and eyes who's, who's totally just against speedsters in general, whether it be comics mm-hmm. or otherwise, because huh. they say that like, that's, that's the big problem about speedsters is like, w- what do you have to challenge that? I mean, like that's all the, all the time as a concurring thing. How do you challenge super speed all the time? Yeah, well, I mean, that why don't you talk to the writers for Superman? You know, they mm-hmm. I mean, when you think of Superman, you th- that's when you think unstoppable. And this guy's mm-hmm. got what are you going to do? But if yeah. you talk, talk to the writers who are doing Superman and Lois right now, they've got a down pack, man. Yeah, like you, you would honestly yeah. you would never really think that this guy is one of the strongest heroes out there, you know? Which is a good thing, because I think Superman's biggest weakness is not kryptonite, it's his morality, honestly. Yeah. We all know what he's capable of, but the fact that he won't do those things is what is his biggest weakness. You know, yeah. even when, even like when he fight, you know, when he fought Doomsday in the 90s, like he didn't do everything that he probably possibly could because he didn't want to, you know, damage, damage buildings have things collapse around him. He was in the middle of the city. He's always yeah. thinking of other people and, and what his power could do if, you know, unchecked. But, yeah. um, 
And also, yeah. back to the speedster thing real quick. Yeah. We're far off topic. But <laughs> back to that, uh, can we just say Banana Peel Man? Banana Peel Man? Yeah. What is that? Uh, a guy who throws a consistent line of banana peels in front oh of the Flash. God. That guy... That would stop that, him. God, does, let me ask you, does, does he have to okay. eat every banana that he only peels? Ooh, that is actually a really, really good question. I did not see <laughs> like, that one is coming. He, like, is he always, like, s- con- is he always constipated because he's constantly eating bananas? I would say, not constipated, but I would say, yes, he does eat all of the bananas. He's he's pretty fit because he eats so many bananas. Um, God. Yeah. Okay, that's too much potassium. That that That's a blockage right there. He's, like, after every battle, like, Flash takes him in, and he's just like... They're like, all right, you get your one phone call. He's like, all I want is laxatives. <laughs> <laughs> well, that that's the conclusion. After uh, after he's done being Banana Peel Man and Flash <laughs> takes away his bananas, he be- then becomes Diarrhea Man. <laughs> <laughs> diarrhea Man? Gross. Uh, but back, back to the Suicide Squad trailer. Um, t- what is the uh, little starfish? What is his name? Jaro? You're talking about Jaro. from, uh, from uh, Justice League. Yes. Is, yeah. Is yeah, yeah, that yeah. a relation to Starro? I can never. So, so what happened was. Okay. So, what happened was it, right before that Justice League series came out in No Justice, uh, Starro sacrificed himself. And so a piece of him became Jaro. Oh, it's like so, a, a Groot thing. So, kind of like a. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, either that or we can consider him like a son kind of. I mean, it's Starro, but he's not, you know, the world conqueror that we know of. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he's he's a piece of Starro that became a tiny Starro. No, Farstro. He was amazing. Far, yeah, no, I definitely remember that. I've definitely read a couple mm-hmm. of books that he's been in. Um, far stretch. End of the movie, he's defeated, and then Jaro breaks off. Oh, man. Can we have like... Can we have like Harley Quinn have like a little pet Jaro? Can that be a thing? Please, please let that be a thing. Um, That'd be fun. But yeah, man, I, no, I'm definitely, definitely excited for this. Starro was something that I did not see coming. Um, how do you feel about the other, the main team members that we know are pretty much going to be solid team members? Like, how do you feel about, uh, Killer Croc not being on there and King Shark instead. Um, I think King Shark was a really good choice, especially because uh, he's been getting a lot of love over with the Harley Quinn animated series as well. Um, but I think he's a good choice. I really didn't like what they did with Killer Croc in uh, Suicide Squad. Uh, the fact that they made him kind of a running gag instead of like someone helpful was a uh, an interesting thing. Yeah. No, I definitely agree with that. Yeah. But um, um but yeah, no, no, I'm I'm good with King Shark. I forget who's playing the voice of King Shark, but I know it's someone I like. The crazy thing to think about too is the people that play Groot, King Shark, all those other characters. It's just like they get paid the same if not more to just do these voices while these other people are acting and like um, physically doing. 
They they could be doing mocap. I don't know. They they might be doing mocap too. Think so? Uh, yeah, I think so. I wouldn't be surprised if they put uh Vin Diesel with the rest of the Guardians in like a mocap suit, and then they just put Groot o- over top of him later. Because hmm. you need some kind of like frame of reference for CGI most of the time if you want it to really work well. Oh, I wouldn't yeah, be surprised but I... it's the same thing for King Shark is that they just have a guy in like a green bodysuit with like the ping pong balls all over him. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, I feel like it would just be a guy. I feel like it wouldn't be, you know, the you guy. might be right. You might be but... right. You also might not be paid the same. You never know. Every actor is paid a different salary. Like, I can guarantee you that I don't think that, uh, uh, like, for example, Margot Robbie, I don't know if mm-hmm. she's making the exact same as John Cena. You know, yeah. I wouldn't be surprised. I really wouldn't be surprised. I don't know who would be paid more, to be honest with you. John Cena is more recognizable. Margot Robbie is actually an Academy Award winner now, which you can leverage for pay. Yep. You know what I mean? So, like, he's a he John Cena is a big face, but also so is she. So I don't know which one is more, quote unquote, more valuable right now. I don't know. It's a good question. Hmm. But yeah, well. Let's uh, go ahead and uh, jump universes here. Let's go ahead and hop right into Loki. Yeah. Um, so, Nick, you didn't get to see that third episode, did you? Nope. You go ahead and take it away. I have not watched them. Oh, boy. All right. So uh, did we talk about the second episode last last week? No, because we didn't no. do anything last week. Oh, all right. So uh, speaking of Harley Quinn, good segue. Did you realize that the voice in the very beginning of the second episode, Loki is fighting with that, like, clock thing from the Time Variance Agency? You know what I'm talking about? That's Mm -hmm. Tara Strong. That's the voice of the original Harley Quinn. Did not know that. Yeah. Or no, maybe she's not the original Harley Quinn. Uh, Hang on. She was either the one from the animated series or she's the one currently. I can't remember. Gotcha. I don't know. I'm I'm uh, I'm blanking right now. But yeah, Tara Strong. She's she's well known for Harley Quinn. Okay, gotcha. But uh, yes. Anyway, um, yeah, I I really love um, I really love Loki. Uh, I think that the the second episode was a lot stronger than the third. Uh, I'm not gonna lie. Um, so in the second episode, we finally get revealed who is the person we're tracking down and uh that ends up being a female version of Loki. Um and then in this episode we get a little more of a uh slight slight um understanding of who this Loki is. Um interesting though, little comics tidbit. We are comics collective. Uh in the comics that's not Loki. That is a girl that Loki gave powers to, and she went by the Enchantress, the second Enchantress. Gotcha. Okay. So, uh, yeah, Sonny and I were talking about this the other week, and he was so convinced that this was supposed to be like female Loki when Loki was a female. Uh huh. That might still be the case in the show, but in the comic books, she was just an average Oklahoma resident when Asgard was on Earth, and Loki thought it'd be funny to give powers to somebody just to see how they'd react. Huh. Um, 
But uh, in the show, um, her and Loki get stuck on, uh, for the third episode, are stuck in an apocalypse in the future uh-huh. um, on a different planet. And uh, and uh, Loki is holding out, um, holding the uh, like the time platform or whatever they need to get out of the situation. Uh-huh. Um, and it breaks. And so they now need to find a power source in order to make it work. So uh, the entire episode is them trying to um, work together is not quite the word because they are very bad at that. Um, but uh, tolerate each other, I guess, is the best is, is the best thing uh, by jumping on this train who that is headed for a. Uh, kind of like a life raft for all the people trying to get off planet that are rich enough. Okay. And uh, they need to steal the power source from this thing, trapping the people on the planet in order to get off of it. Mm. Uh, most of the episode is just a lot of uh, dialogue of Loki, our Loki, confiding into female Loki. Uh, and she does not like to be called Loki. She wants to be called Sylvie, which is why we know that this is the lo- that, that person from the comics. Right. Uh, and Sylvie is not really giving us much information. We don't know anything about her character, really. Um, but our Loki gets to come to terms with. Uh, uh, he was explaining that the magic that he learned was from his mother. And so she asked him a lot of questions about that. And so Loki's more opening up to her than her opening up to him. So I can't really tell you much about this character still. Uh, I just know it was a fun little romp. Uh, but I feel like in. The grand scheme of things, I don't know if this episode is going to be super important. Yeah, um, I still think it was enjoyable, but I think that uh, this was the first episode without Owen Wilson or the timekeepers. Um, but we did get to learn a big revelation in Uh this episode is Uh that Sylvie knows more about the timekeepers than we do. Uh Or that that Loki does. Uh, So the the. Or not the timekeepers, the time variance authority. Okay. Uh, so Sylvie lets it slip that every person in that office that is part of the time variance agency, they told us last episode in episode two that they all have been there since the dawn of time and were created by the timekeepers. Uh-huh. That's apparently not the case. All of them are variants. Ah. From, from timelines that they must have had their memory erased because they all genuinely believe that they are like pre-time gotcha and they it doesn't seem like they are so now loki's kind of just like realizing i guess that there's no one he can quite trust including like owen wilson's character uh mobius is that his name mobius yeah yeah um and so i wouldn't be surprised if when he does end up meeting back up with mobius that uh he ends up dropping that tidbit, and I'm sure that's going to send his world spiraling. But I swear to God, if we don't see Owen Wilson on a jet ski at the end of the series, I'm going to be upset. <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, how do you feel about that uh, thing that's going around the Internet that talks about the um, quantum realm and the TVA being in the quantum realm? What are your thoughts on that? You know, I think that? that's a load of crap. I try to. I try to avoid the internet when it comes to speculation on TV shows because 110% of the time so far, they've been completely like wrong. So, uh, there's this one TikTok where, uh, the guys, um, 
watching Loki and then he sees like, you know, where Mobius is eating the salad. And yeah, the, uh, yep. He's like, Mobius is eating a salad. And he's like, you know what that means? You know, and then uh, he's like, remember what Thor's mom said? <laughs> and remember when, when the, the Avengers Endgame, when he went back in time and then yeah. the end, his mom was just like, and eat a salad. And he goes, what if more uh, Mobius, because he's eating a salad, is actually Thor? Oh, my God. <laughs> Dude, I I love and hate TikTok for these exact same things. Have you seen have you seen the TikToks where people are like, hey, did you know that when you open up the fridge, the light comes on? But if you close the fridge door, the light goes out. Wow. <laughs> like. That's the kind of low caliber, like no effort TikToks that people make all the time. I wouldn't be surprised. There's a whole thing of that for the MCU. Oh my god! And the the one guy who's probably making so much money right now, the guy that just does the life hacks and goes, yeah, <laughs> yeah, he's got to be making boatloads of money. Oh which, my god! Obviously, I said nothing, but it's the guy who does the expression and just looks at it after the life hack and oh it's so simple yeah. but so genius so simple yeah but so genius but yeah back, back to loki <laughs> gotta always swing back around uh i think this series is pretty good so far uh for me uh uh two out of three episodes have been like fantastic in my eyes third one was just okay but you know it, it might get better next week uh, at least for me, anyway. How are you feeling about it? I know you haven't seen the third episode, but how are you feeling about the first two? Good, man. Um, I'm kind of disappointed then about the third one uh, when I'm going to mm. go watch it. Um, you but... might feel differently. Yeah, it's possible, but I feel like all the other ones, well, all the other ones, the other two uh, series, they, they really <gasps> didn't have... God bless you. It was It was a slight cough. It was okay. fine. Okay. Um, that was uh, <laughs> Maryland weather sucks, and we went from 90 degrees to 60 degrees back to 80 degrees. So yes. pick a temperature. <laughs> um, the other two series, I feel like they didn't have one of those episodes. I felt like every episode was engaging. Now, I don't know how yeah. you feel about it, but I definitely thought that WandaVision and Falcon and Winter Soldier, every episode, it was just engaging. You know, there was really no... Uh, filler episode, so to speak. Yeah. Um. See, I don't think this one's filler. I just think that that they were making a journey in order to do a thing, and they mm. didn't get to that conclusion because I guess it'll, that'll be next episode. Gotcha. So as a whole, I don't know if this is going to be a filler episode. I'm trying to think if there was another episode like Falcon and the Winter Soldier mm. for me that I felt was like a filler. I don't think so. Mm-mm. Yeah, I can't think of one, man. Same you know thing. what? No, no, I do. I do. OK, there was I don't know if it was a whole episode, but I felt like that whole time that they went to Madripoor mm -hmm. just to, like, talk to some people that ended up dead and like danced for a minute. I felt like that was kind of a waste. As but far as I as far as I remember, I don't think that ever ended up getting us anywhere. But that that spawned the the meme of <laughs> yeah uh, I know. Bucky roll yeah where where is it and well yeah that but then Bucky how he wears the bomber jacket to 
Cap's funeral, yes. and then yeah, yeah where's the t- tux or the suit to the nightclub? Yeah, and then the guy who plays Zemo on the yeah, Zemo, Dan- the old... Dan- Daniel Brule just Daniel Brule it up. Yep, yep, the old <laughs> the old Zemo cut. Yeah, God. I'm sure he was like laughing along with the internet, but going like, "Why? Why was this the thing out of the whole series? Yeah. Is that and the zoom up on the new Captain America's face were like the biggest memeable moments of the whole series?" <laughs> oh man, yeah. Um, let's, but yeah, let's uh, let's jump into some comics this week. Uh, Nick, yeah. I know they haven't picked up your box at least this week, but what have you been reading that's been interesting to you? oh my god so yeah these the last few days i've read all of these um so he's showing uh, comics guys yep jesus christ i keep forgetting there's no (laughs) oh my god okay so actually one thing this is what i want to talk about um believe it or not so i did not know when i put it in my box what batman zero point was um Come to find out, it is the Batman and Fortnite crossover. Uh, yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. It's pretty good, man. Yeah, I I heard from Sonny that he actually was digging it, and I'm like, oh, that's cool. Yeah, I mean, it's it's definitely not just like lackluster. I wouldn't say it's the obviously the best Batman story out there, but you know, yeah. it's it's pretty cool. Essentially, what happens is uh, he gets you know sucked into the world of. Fortnite, and they're all stuck in like the loop of consistently starting over after whatever that t- 22 or 21 minutes or whatever the time limit is, and they can keep getting mm-hmm. each other. But every time Batman leaves himself more and more clues as to what's happening because every time it restarts, his memory gets erased. Okay, so hmm. like he meets up with Catwoman, and like he leaves clues that she's a good person, and like it was kind of like. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like uh, Groundhog Day. Yeah, yeah, that's huh. a, that's actually a really good way to describe it. Yeah, interesting. So yeah, I mean, he gets stuck in that, and then 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 finally he gets out, and they're trying to figure out a way of, to get out of this world and figure out who's doing all of this and stuff like that. Hmm. Uh, but Deathstroke is in there and becomes an overarching villain as well. So, oh, I mean, it's it's definitely better than I thought it would be. That's cool. So that was pretty That's surprising. Cool. What about go you? Give, go give a kid some uh, Fortnite codes. I bet you they'd love you forever. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Um. All right. I, I, I really want to go. I don't want to tangent. I want to sell you and the people listening on this book that I thought was just going to be like, OK. OK. Uh. So right now, the initiative at DC is called Infinite Frontier. I didn't okay. know, but this is going to be a mini series that just started this week called mm-hmm. Infinite Frontier. Uh-huh. Um, and uh, the reason why I wanted to pick this up is because I am a big JSA fan and they build this book as um, as one of the like the top things that's happening. In this book is that Alan Scott, who's the Green Lantern of the JSA uh, after Doomsday Clock, is trying to find the old JSA members and re uh, rejog their memory on their past. JSA has a long history of being forgotten in time, whether it be like because they're on another earth or because like their memories got wiped or something. So this is Alan Scott coming, coming back and trying to reform the JSA, which I am all here for. They did a, uh, star girl spring break special that started this off. And so this is where the book is going from here. But 
I want to run down a few key things that happened in this issue that a lot of this, I think, is going to get you engaged. So the issue, Nick, starts off with Flashpoint Batman. Bless you. <laughs> that was a sneeze. Flashpoint Batman crash lands on an Earth, but not only an Earth, but okay. Earth 23, which belongs to President Superman, the one that everyone compares to Barack Obama. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. the black it's couple that I'm assuming are uh, supposed to be Clark Kent's parents, but they only call them Ma and Calvin. Uh-huh. Um, they actually it's kind of like when Superman first landed on Earth in a, an escape pod. But instead, they're like, oh, God, somebody needs to call Calvin, who's the Superman on this Earth. Mm-hmm. Um, and. Uh, and. So from there. Uh, it flips over to the Green Lantern story that I was telling you about. He's showing his kids around, who is Jade and Obsidian, who are both JSA members, and takes them back to Gotham to show them the original JSA headquarters. However, mm-hmm. when they get there, the headquarters explodes. <laughs> uh, okay. and so they're trying to figure out who is doing that. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the meantime, and this is where the issues kind of jumps around, and I really like it, it goes back to um, President Superman, and he has a team, a multi... No, hold on. What would you call that? Multiverse Justice League? Called Justice League Incarnate. Huh? And it's got, like, Captain Carrot, Aqua Woman, mm-hmm. uh, Mary Marvel from our universe, and then some kind of uh, robot called Machine Head. Okay. Uh, and they are very confused because they now have flashpoint batman in their possession and as you know flashpoint doesn't exist and they are very confused as to why he's even allowed to like be here right now if that flashpoint never existed yeah um and so then it flips over to barry allen um he is in contact with the justice league and he finds a planet that is not on the map of the multiverse called earth omega and in earth omega he finds out the entirety of the quintessence which is the multiverse's most powerful team Uh of like the specter and uh the question and the phantom stranger are all dead Someone's murdered them all. And uh, this is what a lot of people are speculating to be that uh, I think you read that book uh, that like Omega Darkseid. Mm hmm. Uh, Frontier issue number zero. There you go. Uh, and so as he's trying to figure out what's going on, uh, Psycho Pirate, I'm, I'm going to show this to the camera so you can see this, but Psycho Pirate. Uh, your camera's actually frozen. Oh, God. Okay. So Psycho Pirate actually shows up. Yeah, you're stuck And, uh... Oh, God. There we go. There we go. So Psycho Pirate shows up and some new digs. Yep. And uh, he basically tells Barry that in every crisis, uh, they always seem to have some kind of connection and that this time will be no different and that this, you know, that, uh, you know, he's always going to be... um, part of his story and he says you may toy with flash after you fulfill your promise uh but remember your role in the story psycho psycho pirate so someone's talking to him i'm assuming it's dark side we haven't seen him yet but the coolest thing out of this issue for me anyway uh was uh some crazy teenager in a cafe is telling her parents that she remembers the multiverse before it got fixed 
from death metal and her parents oh. think she's absolutely crazy and uh a redhead that's sitting in the booth behind her uh ends up tapping her on the shoulder telling her that she absolutely is not crazy and that he remembers as well and come busting through the door is a team of uh of specialists of some kind trying to kill him uh this is roy harper Okay. Uh, and so they on. say, yeah. And so they say, let's catch us an Arsenal boys, or is it Speedy, or is it Red Arrow now? That's gonna come into play in a minute. And so by the end of the issue, you see a giant black fist just smack somebody out of the building, and he has no idea what's happening. But he is a black lantern of some sort, and everything that is standing behind him are all of his past lives. Jesus. Okay. And so uh, something is either screwy with the multiverse because he, along with this woman, seem to remember the multiverse and people are dying because of things that are uh, that are happening. But I feel like this issue caught my attention. Mm. Um, it's got a lot going on with a lot of different characters and it all feels like it fits and it works. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you've got my attention, DC. One more time. I'm dropping... By the way, I just told Sonny today I'm dropping Justice League. This might be my new book. Okay. At least for the next five issues. Okay. But uh, well. ju- yeah, Justice League's going nowhere really fast. And I feel like Bendis got pissed off that he got kicked off of a bunch of books. And he was just like, fuck you, I'm finishing it anyway. It's going to be my Justice League book. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm kind of sad about that one. Yeah. Um, but yeah, after seeing... The last issue, which was like the end of the story arc for Justice League, uh, kind of go nowhere. The Justice League kind of escaped and nothing happened. Um, and then I just found out that like next story arc is going to be picking back up where the Superman book that got canceled by Brian Bendis is going to be picking right up back up with that villain that I dropped the book for. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was like, you know what? I, I, I don't think this book is for me. I really like the team. Don't really like the direction of the actual book. Again, I'm going to say until I'm blue in the face, DC, please give me my full issue back. I'll come yes. back. I'll come back and I'll give it a chance if you stop giving me 12 pages of content and then 12 pages I don't. Yep. Please. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, any final thoughts? Um, I think that I am good for this week. I can't wait for Sonny to rejoin us. Uh, maybe there'll be three of them next time. There we go. Stop three of them cloning. and yeah. the uh, old Josh Empire. The old Josh Empire. <laughs> we'll have all the Joshes on. All um, the Joshes. Battle yep. the Joshes. Yep. God, wouldn't that be something? <laughs> next week, we're interviewing the Josh that won the Josh fight. <laughs> but before we uh, go ahead and sign off, uh, if you want to know a little bit more, a quick little one-minute clip for Infinite Frontier Zero. Follow us on TikTok, and you can find out what leads up to Infinite Frontier number one. Um, but my name is Nick. My name's Quinn. And this has been Comics Collective.